Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Sci-Fi Graveyard. Yo, I know it's been a minute or two, but work gets in the way. But we're back with our Superman series. We're going to do the Superman movies backwards. <laughs> so four, three, two, one. Uh, not counting re uh, Superman Returns. Um, so today we're going to be talking about Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. This movie was released in theaters on July 24th, 1987, with a budget of $17 million. Uh, the Man of Steel crusades for nuclear disarmament and meets Lex Luthor's latest creation, Nuclear Man. Superman 4 stars Christopher Reeve, Gene Hackman, Margot Kidder, Sam Wanamaker, Mariel Hemingway, Jackie Cooper, Mark McClure, Mark Pillow as Nuclear Man and John Cryer as Lenny Luthor. Uh, the movie was directed by Sidney J. Fury with a screen bay, screen bay, can't talk, screenplay by Lawrence Connor and Mark Rosenthal, based on a story by Connor and Rosenthal and Superman himself, Christopher Reeve. Um, this movie was produced by the Canon Group, who were known for releasing such films as Over the Top, Cyborg, Masters of the Universe, Cobra, and one of my favorite 80s action movies of all time, American Ninja. However, many troubles led to the Canon Group folding, and this happened in 1994, and they were folded into MGM, which is now owned by Amazon. So something Jeremy said in our group chat earlier about why about the special effects being, well, shit, um, this had something, this next bit of trivia had something to do with that. So the original budget of this film was $36 million, but had its production budget slashed to half to about $17 million. Like I said earlier, this led to effect shots being reused. For example, every time you see Superman flying towards the screen, it's the same. Yeah, and the funny thing shot. about that is, is Aiden pointed that out like a minute <laughs> into the movie. He, he was like, is that the same shot? As yeah, it's literally the same ago? shot. And I said, I think so. <laughs> when they were in space and the Russian guy got hit by the yeah, satellite or whatever. Um, yeah, the yeah, it's <laughs> so stupid. Uh, Cannon was also supposed to do a Spider-Man film. This has been well documented on many different plat, many different by many different people. Uh, in various platforms. But as we know, that never happened. And according to the IMDb, the failure of this movie at the box office was one of those reasons. But also, Cannon went broke. Um, Christopher Reeve only agreed to do this film if the studio funded his movie Street, Mar Street Smart, which actually was made. Um, and I think that movie underperformed as well. But that's that's not a movie we'll cover here because Street Smart is not a science fiction film. Uh, Superman in this movie has decided to end the world of nuclear weapons. However, I thought this was interesting. I wanted to share this. And so I hope I don't get on no, no fly list for Googling this. But according to Wikipedia, he, he talks about ending the world of nuclear weapons. Only eight countries had nuclear capabilities about this time using the year 1985 as it is the closest year to when this movie takes place. These countries are the United States, the Soviet Union, China, France, the United Kingdom, India, Israel, and South Africa, with the U.S. having 21,392, according to Wikipedia, and the Soviet Union having close to 40,000, 39,197. I just thought this would be interesting that at the time, only eight countries in this part of the 20th century would make up the world's nuclear stockpile, which according to, again, Wikipedia, again, I didn't want to do too much research, not because I didn't want to be well-prepared, but I feel like looking up nuclear stuff might set up some red flags. So with the worldwide total being 61,662. And after this year, uh, the numbers actually for that began to drop um, by 1990. So um, another scene where the special effects problems were seen, uh, Superman was supposed to repair the Great Wall. He was supposed to do this with his super speed. However, budget problems had the director make do the scene with the camera being run in reverse and having him repair the Great Wall with his super repair vision. 
Um, again, budget cuts or other cuts for this movie uh, were supposed to be. <laughs> That's funny too, Joe, because that was the other part where I remember Aiden goes, he can repair stuff with his vision? He can only in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> only in this yeah. movie. Like yeah. everything, uh, I remember, was... like, what's it called? I, I couldn't remember if I re-watched this one or not. And then I started watching it, and I was like, oh, shit, I remember this part. Barely. And then I was like, oh, the Great Wall. I'm like, oh, he repairs things? And it and didn't even... I'm like, that's not a Superman power, but okay. And then it's whatever. And then right? there's nuclear man, and then he's technically not nuclear, even though that he would pro- if he was nuclear man, he would probably radiate everyone. But <laughs> or, he or, only affects Superman yeah, with his with his. It only his affects Superman. And well then, manicured. Oh, if he nails. goes out into the dark. Or like when it's cold, he just chills out. <laughs> yeah, he just depowers, but can come back to life. Um, so. Speaking of nuclear man, there were supposed to be two nuclear men with Superman fighting the prototype, which was filmed but cut. Um, this version looked a lot more like Bizarro. All y'all, you both know who Bizarro is, right? The the evil oh, so backwards like version of Superman version of uh, Christopher Reeve, I guess. Well, at one point they wanted him to play Nuclear Man, but that with the budget that fell through. Um, but he was supposed to look more like the comics version of Bizarro. But the if you want to see that, it's actually it, it they shot the film, and you could probably find it on the internet. But the comic book adaption of this movie, it has the original Nuclear Man scenes, and there's more scenes with the little kid that wanted Superman to save the world by ridding the world of nuclear weapons. Um, speaking of Nuclear Man again, Mark Pillow, who's played him, stated that Reeve was intense to shoot with, but found Gene Hackman to be a joy. Uh, this was Mark Pillow's only film appearance, and Christopher Reeve and the director did not get along during filming, so this caused some tension on the set. However, some suggested directors of this film, Reeve himself actually su- suggested um, Ron Howard, to direct this film and Wes Craven was actually set to direct, but left due to creative differences with uh, Christopher Reeve. And um, two more things I'm going to talk about as far as like trivia things. And then we can discuss what we liked and didn't like of the film. Um, According to John Cryer, he later said, and this is a quote from the IMDb, they ran out of film financing before it was done. They had to cut together an incomplete movie. There's effect shots that don't make any sense. There's a huge, there's huge scenes missing. He goes, I swear in the original script, it made more sense. So somewhere there was this movie probably did make sense. And maybe in an alternate reality, we, some, some people have a Superman four that doesn't suck, but unfortunately we are not in that reality. And, um, in the goof section of INDB, I was reading this cause I always look for there for tidbits too, uh, for things that are interesting. There's, they, they, they say this is a goof, and I don't think this is a goof. Um, there's a scene where Superman is fighting Nuclear Man, and Nuclear Man goes to hit Superman with a moon rock. And the goof is Superman can lift the Statue of Liberty with no problem, but yet rolls out of the way when he's going to get hit with a moon rock. And I'm like, well, that really makes no sense. I mean, yeah, Superman's invulnerable compared to you and I, but he's fighting someone as equal strength for one. So that rock's going to come down with a lot more force Two, two, I can pick up a Lego on the floor, but that doesn't mean I want to fucking step on it. Do you, do you want to step on a Lego or would you walk around it? Or would you pick, use your super strength to pick it up? Like that's so stupid to me. And I just wanted to share that. And I don't know if y'all, feel the same way about stupid things like that but that's how i feel well so, there's a, like a lot of parts in this movie that i was just like fuck this movie is bad it's it like is bad. It, it's mostly like it kind of reminds me. well i was glad it was yeah, only yeah, an hour it was and a supposed half. to be longer than that but you know budget um a lot of stuff that they scrapped they were surefire that this was going to be a hit they're like we're going to save some of this stuff for superman five <laughs> Yeah, and we didn't get that movie. The, the, okay, so 
So there's like a lot of things wrong with this movie. And I'm surprised that they never truly paid off the relationship. Like, okay, so one problem that I had with it was literally uh, Clark, like version of Clark Kent, pretty much throws Lois off a roof. And then doesn't realize, oh, seconds later, Superman saves her. And then, and like, she doesn't put two together, and two to two, and two and two together, and doesn't think either A, Clark Kent is a murderer, or that he was Superman. I just just thought that was so ridiculous. He just literally chucks her off the edge of a roof. And she doesn't even think. There was a few moments where I sat there and I was like, hold on, how did she not know that that's Superman? (laughs) Yeah, but I always got the dynamic that she was hiding it. She knew, because she said it. That she knew and she was hiding it. Like that scene with uh, Mariel Hemingway when, you know, Clark leaves and then uh, Superman shows up or Superman leaves and Clark shows up and and she kind of just kind of blows yeah. it off because uh, she didn't want Mariel Hemingway to figure it out. But that was the one thing that killed me. I didn't understand Mariel Hemingway's part. Like, it's like they didn't even like I didn't understand the point of even having her in the movie because they really didn't. Yeah, it was like too much was with it. Like it was like I like I I like him, and that's pretty much guess, all it was. And she got pissed at it her was dad. Like, I guess to be the point, love but... interest for Nuclear Man because he goes after her, even though there's no motivation aside from seeing her picture in the paper <laughs> yeah. of he the sees Daily her Planet. Her in the paper, and then he's like, "Oh shit." I gotta get that girl, and then it was like Superman even knew that that's who he was going after. So then he hit her before like he even knew where she was at. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. There's like a lot of stuff in this movie where I was like, "But dude, if we're talking wanna... about plot hole the movie, this is definitely plot hole the movie because there's like so much shit that don't even really make sense." <laughs> Yeah, the visual effects were just great, and I'm being sarcastic with that. And I would know we've talked about it, but the birth of Nuclear Man was great. <laughs> yeah, I'm just he goes into the sun, I do, and then you see a baby, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> for some reason, it shows him with silver fingernails. <laughs> oh, Nuclear Man, look at his nails. <laughs> like, oh, I do want to circle back to what you said earlier, Josh, about Lois not knowing. She actually does say she remembers everything in that scene. Well, she she, said that, and then, okay, so, like, I watched it uh, with somebody else at the same time. So I'm watching it, and we both come to to the same consensus that we're like, hold on, what the hell happened? So, the like I was saying about when she gets knocked off the roof, and then Superman goes, and then they do the whole flight thing, even though the flight thing doesn't work that way. But, like, yeah, she's like, I remember everything and all that stuff. And then she goes right back to, like, not knowing shit. So I was like, hold on. Did he do, like, some voodoo or something? He did the the super memory wipe kiss. But I really don't think. See, I couldn't remember that he did a memory wipe thing. And I'm like, that's another power. Superman, too. He did that in Superman well, see, too. That's what I thought. It's been a while since I watched Superman too. So like, I, I, and... I thought that's what it was. But even though that that's not as powered by Superman, but okay, they just come up with but like he... powers whenever they want well, to. Well, yeah, but I mean, they did that back <laughs> in the fifties and sixties too. But he, but he, I think she still. I think, and I wanted to actually talk about this. So I am glad you brought it up because I think she knows. Because if you look at how she acts even after that scene, it still comes across that she knows that he's Superman, but he she let he doesn't want to be treated differently as as far as her knowing. So she lets him get away with it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like she well, she, that's she, what, she covers that's for him. Saying they could have came across the scene a lot better it just felt like very confusing to me because at one minute she's like i remember everything then they kiss and then she was like oh i don't remember shit <laughs> like i was like when did he do that 
I think, I think, I think it, I I think it wipes her memory for like a little bit, but I think her memory comes back because she remembers he's Kal-El and she learned that in the Fortress of Solitude after he revealed himself in Superman 2. So I think, I think she's covering for him. And I think that's the only thing that kind of makes a little sense in this movie because nothing else really does. Like, um, Lenny doesn't make sense. And even the funny thing is John Cryer would go on to play Lex Luthor and Supergirl. So that's yeah. pretty funny. It's like, uh, it's been like a while since I've watched any of the other movies. So like, and I don't remember ever watching the, the third one. But I mean, I could have watched it. I just, it's kind of like this third. one where I don't remember watching it. That was the one with yeah. Richard yeah. Pryor, and right? Then, and then the, the third and, yeah. uh, Webster, which was the great value version of Lex Luthor. He was literally just Lex Luthor again, but not Lex Luthor. Um, I actually, I don't hate any of the Superman movies, to be honest with you, even though this one is the worst one out of the four. <laughs> Well, it's, it just reminds me of when I was younger. That's the main thing. Like, especially I think, that. And I think, yeah, because to me, it's like a nostalgia thing. I can't hate well, this movie. Yeah, it, it's the same thing with, uh, it's funny because I think I told you guys, we're, we're buying up all the old consoles again, and the kids are playing all the old stuff, and it's like, it's funny watching their reaction to, like, watching even, like, older movies. We're starting to watch, like, Aiden watched this one with me. So, you know, his reaction to watching it compared to like the special effects that you see today, it's kind of like the same reaction that you, you see when they play a game on Xbox and then they turn around and play one on Nintendo it's, and they're like, it's yeah, pretty cool. Like, Holy crap. That's kind like of way the, different. <laughs> I will say this. Yeah. So I back a few weeks ago, I got to see Superman, the movie in theaters from 1978 that movie, that was awesome seeing that on the big screen. I, I, I know this isn't Superman four, but seeing Superman the movie on the big screen was so cool. Um, and well, I w- it, it would be awesome. I think if they did the so so I've seen a couple of movies in like a symphony setting. So we watched uh, the first Star Wars in the symphony in St. Louis where they did the um, orchestra live during the movie. So I think it would be badass to see Superman that, that way. Be cool. Because with the with the actual Superman song being played live right in front of you, it was awesome hearing the, uh, the Star Wars theme that way and uh, hoping to... Because uh, Empire Strikes Back, I want to see that way too. Because of the Imperial Death March, that would March. be cool. That's one of the best. That's one of the best songs I've heard, and it would be awesome to hear it live watching the movie. But yeah, uh, Harry Potter, they do those too. I mean, so I'll be. I think we'll be going to watch one of them this year. But anyway, just a thought based on what oh, you said. Yeah. I'm surprised they, they don't do, do stuff like that more often, especially with it being. Well, this was. Well, this year, with it being the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi, which is just nuts. Yeah, um, 83. Uh, yeah, the, you would think they'd do that this year. I think they're bringing it back out in the theaters. But I actually want to pre-order the Superman 5 film collection. It's 4K and Blu-ray plus digital. It's Superman, Superman 2, Superman 2, the Richard Donner cut, which is got a lot of differences in it. Superman three and Superman four, the quest for peace all in 4k. So I wonder if they go, went back if they, cause I want to watch this cause I want to know if they go back and clean up any of the effects to make them look better. Not obviously not redo the effects, but like clean them up. I mean, we're still going to see the same scene probably of Superman flying through the flying towards the camera, moving left and right. Like, you know, Shifting his body away from weight. Then the one thing I noticed was how slow he flew. Like, it was like he was, especially at the beginning, it was, you know, like that's the difference. Like when you watch Man of Steel or even Superman Returns, he hauls ass through the air when he flies. But in Superman, it's like he would almost 
it would be a slow jog. Yeah, the super his uh, when when you would talk about flying, it was just his flying looked a lot better in Superman the movie, which probably had it probably had a bigger budget. But if you think about it, the special effects in nineteen this was that was probably filmed. It came out in seventy eight, so let's assume it was filmed in seventy seven. Um, the year you know with editing and everything. The effects in that movie look so much better than the effects in this one. And there's a 10-year gap. And we've seen, as we grew up in the 80s, the 90s, the early 2000s, the 2010s, and the 2020s, how far in just a short span CGI can, like, come across. Like, you look at the CGI, and let's look this up real quick. Because I need to, I want to check the date it came out. Like you look at the CGI in the last Starfighter, that came out in 1984. Jurassic Park came out in 1993, and look how realistic the CGI dinosaurs look. You can't tell them from the animatronics or anything else compared to like how CGI was in the last Starfighter or the CGI sequence of the Genesis planet from 1982 in Star Trek II, the Wrath of Khan. Like, so like the, to have the effects take such a nosedive is really weird. I understand that the budget was cut and I understand that Christopher Reeve got like a good payday for this movie because he must have, because I'm like 17 million seems like a high budget and, or, can you know can considerable for 1987 yeah, got, or whatever got, year it was that this came six out six million i think is what i read no so and yeah, that's that not, probably went into the budget <laughs> yeah and that's part of the budget too but, i mean that's probably if, why it, like i mean i get why though like i'm like he is like the face of superman at this point there was like I get that, but you're an ass if you take one yeah, third of the budget and, and of the movie and expect it to be. I don't think be... that's so much his fault, though, because when he signed on, because the movie was $35 million when he signed on. So, oh, so that they was, lowered it. Yeah, it was like then. a sixth, let's say a sixth of the budget. And then during production, that's when they slashed the budget. They were make, in the middle of making it when Canon said, yeah, guys, <laughs> remember that $35 million we told you? <laughs> yeah, not going to happen. And and that's why, and that's one reason um, Masters of the Universe is really shitty, too, and takes place on Earth, because it lost its budget, too, thanks to all that. I, I get that, but at the same time, you know, if you look back at Back to the Future, the budget for it, I'd, I, I'd like to look at that, but I could sort that was another one that was cut, and they actually had a lot of, like, they filmed that whole movie with Eric Stoltz and then refilmed it, the entire movie with Michael J. Fox, and that budget was $19 yeah, million I just looked that up, $19 for that movie, more. and so... You know, look what they did with the budget. I mean, yeah, you could say the one part that was kind of shit was the the fire on the wire from the uh, the top clock tower. It looked like it was drawn there, but beyond everything else, the special effects destroyed this movie. I'm looking up the on this website called the numbers. Yeah, Back to the Future made three almost four hundred million dollars. I don't know if that's ingested for inflation, but um, let's look up Superman 4 on this website. The quest for more money. Yeah, the movie only made $36 million worldwide. And that I don't think that's ingested for inflation because it says it made $14 million domestic, 14 and a half domestically, and I think that's about right, and 22 worldwide. Um what did Superman 3? Oh, wow, shit. Superman 3 made a lot, uh, con- con- comparatively a lot more fucking money. <laughs> wow. Uh, also cost a lot more to take make, too. But, this, yeah, this movie was really hurt by the budget, and 
not not allowing them to complete it. I'm surprised Warner Brothers or someone didn't step in to like help finance this film, like because it's they they still own the property. I think DC was purchased by Warner Brothers before then, before the '80s. There we go. It's the first search topic. Um, 1967. So they owned it this whole damn time. So you think the major studio would have been like, yeah, we need to like, unless unless the Salkins and the Cannon Group had some sway over final say in how the movie looked or production. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, I'm not... Like, I'm honestly not surprised that this was the last one that they made for, I don't know, how long? Yeah. Because, I mean, technically, Superman Returns was supposed to be a continuation of this, right? Yeah, it's a continuation of Superman 2, the Donner cut. Oh, so Superman so the movie, even a- and then, oh. super, yeah, Superman, in Superman Returns, Superman 3 and 4 never happened. So that, that, yeah. And so it just basically goes Superman, Superman, the Don to the Donner cut. Then five years later in their time, Superman returns. So I guess basically Superman returns takes place in 2005 when it, let's say when it came out, wait, did it come out in 05? Um, I believe it did. Oh, five or oh six. Uh, 2006 so that came out in 2006 so so in its timeline superman the movie took place technically in superman in 2000 so unless unless depending on how long the he depending on how long he was technically there before he left after superman to the donner cut maybe the movie took place a little bit in the 90s but also Brandon Routh looks a little young, so maybe not so long. I don't know if that makes sense to y'all. I thought about talking about Superman Returns, but I'll be honest with you, I like Brandon Routh. He was a good Clark Kent. He could have been a good... Uh, actually, I don't have a problem with anyone in the cast except Kevin Spacey, and that's that's mostly an after after the fact and not during the making of but that's more like uh looking on it with today's eyes looking at him as a uh, person but it's kind of boring but, but look at the difference in the budget that budget for that one was 220 yeah it was million. it was high um it's like holy hell i mean how you you better make some money if you're spending that yeah, much. Yeah, the to weird make thing one. was is it was considered a flop because they had invested so much money in it over the years that they were like, oh, we didn't we didn't make a bit. But movies back in 06, they weren't making a billion dollars at the box office. That wasn't a thing yet. I think like you know Titanic maybe got close to that if it didn't cross the line. It, it made the most. I think it was number one for at least 10 years or something. Like, for, like, the most uh, tickets sold or whatever, where it was, like, it, it made, like, close to a billion dollars or something at the time. I'm looking it up but, right now. Yeah, it was, like, a rare thing for that, honestly, yeah, that, like, around the not, time. But, I mean... Yeah, because it's not common. I don't know. I don't think sense. that the movie was that great for it to, like... Uh, you know how some people are like like Avatar, for example. They rewatch it a few times. Yeah, Titanic. The budget was two hundred yeah, million. Yeah, it made um. Gr- it made two point two billion think, so far. I think far. that includes, but I think that clu- includes re releases. Yeah, and not well, it was standard. Uh, it was time, the standard, standard release, and then it was another like release like years later. It's kind of like how Avatar. It's did. original. It was one point eight. Okay, so billion. that was like the first. That was like kind of like that's kind of like I, I'm going to say there's maybe movies across that line before, but that's kind of like then, and that was in '97. And but that still wasn't a thing. Like superhero movies weren't making that much money. Yeah, it was a like, little bit X-Men, less around like the X Men weren't lately, making billion dollars. Like that. But the X Men movies weren't. Blade didn't. Blade 
Blade kicked off the superhero genre again, basically. You know, and then you look at I know we're not talking about Superman four, but I'm talking about box office numbers, and that, I'm I'm trying to correlate. Well, box superhero movies as a whole weren't like super great at the time, so like mostly because you didn't have the CGI that backed up like most of the moves that like you see it in this movie, like most of the flying was written on the green screen. That's why even when they're flying around with Lois Lane or whatever, where it looks like he's just holding her, but like in reality, if it was like he was taking her around, she would probably be like in his arms, like underneath him or whatever. Probably. Oh, speaking of flying around, What'd you think about um, Lacey Warfield surviving in space and then the re-entry into Earth's atmosphere? <laughs> Dude, I thought that whole thing was uh, like, okay, so mind you, I'm like watching most of the movie. I go to the bathroom, leaving it on because I'm hearing everything in the background. I go to the bathroom, come back, realize that it's over or like that they beat Nuclear Man. I'm like, hold on. And so I had to back up like a few, like a minute or so, so I could find out what happened. And then they're like, "Oh, they went to space. He grabbed her, even though that um, realistically it would not happen. She would be dead as soon as he would make it out there." And it was like yeah, he didn't realize. The, hey, about the in, space, yeah, I would I would be like a fucking potato because, like, if heat is where I'm living off of, you know. So then he dies off, and then he throws him in a reactor, and it shows, like, a bunch of, like, everything's super-powered now. Like, all the lights yeah, are super-powered. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I was like, that yeah, was the I ending? Yeah, I that was really, that, that I always was really thought that was stupid. I was like, that wouldn't cause, like, a reactor problem I or know something? You would have thought that, <laughs> like, knowing that he's nuclear, <laughs> man, he would probably just, shut, like, explode the fucking reactor or something. Tonight on the news, like, but that's what I was saying. Superman like, causes last thing Chernobyl that I saw too. was that they were fighting and throwing stuff on the moon, and then all of a sudden, then it's over. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> the whole fighting and, thing and was stupid. And, 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 I lo- and why I didn't Superman Black Luther though? And even how though like yeah, and how slow yeah, they fought on the like moon. They fought so damn slow. And then, like, the whole, like, it, it doesn't realistically show, like, and then it was funny, like, how Clark got old, and then he had to use the, uh, the this yeah, crystal that, was, that had everyone from Krypton to bring him back to life, and that was, <laughs> um, stuff in the movie with I, I thought that for years, too, that he was aging, but he was actually dying from radiation poisoning. It's never, and, and you wouldn't know oh. that. Because so from like, just yeah, and, and no, I'm not saying you're yeah, not wrong for thinking that because I thought that for years, and they never really touched on it. Um, but yeah, he was dying from radiation poisoning yeah, like, because they never yeah. say like what he's dying from. But that's why I said if he was nuclear man, everyone around him, especially that scene where they're like fucking blowing up buses and shit, everybody would have died from radiation poisoning like seconds later. Like, I'm just saying, a dude named Nuclear Man, it's not, oh, he gets super hot, and then he lights a damn, uh, what was it, a dollar bill or something? Well, yeah, that was the dumbest part about naming him Nuclear Man. It should have been some other kind of name. Man. Well, as soon as I saw the title, I was like, oh, I forgot. That's why they named, like, I was like, that's one of the reasons why it was awful was because they named him Nuclear Man out of, like, they could have named and, like, had Brainiac showed up. They could have had, like, just about anybody to work with Lex Luthor in this movie. And then they chose Nuclear Man. Well, like, they should have. I mean, it sounds like a cool idea as if it was a, a, a Bizarro. Yeah. Should have just went I mean, and gotten Bizarro even, and then fucking had him the, fight that whole time. Even the Superboy TV show had Bizarro, and he looked okay for the low budget of the Superboy TV show, so they could have done something. But they needed a sexy, blonde, curly-haired guy uh, to be nuclear yeah, with, with silver nails that grew out at one point. I'm like, yeah, what? with Wolverine what? silver nails they grow out whenever and, he gets angry or something. 
And then, and then for some uh, reason, he knows that he hates Superman. Destroy Superman like, now. What? They just have, like, so much shit that they just never explained. And then you're just like, what the hell? That's why I'm, like, definitely my least favorite one out of all four. No, that's probably why they dubbed him. He's he's uh, he's British. But he was dubbed with Gene Hackman's voice. And I'm trying to look up what he was, because this was his only his only movie. He was a Chippendales dancer in L.A. I don't know if that's what led to his part, because this movie was filmed in England, uh, some of it, because they couldn't afford to shoot in New York, because, you know, no budget. And... Okay, he's he's he was born in England to an American father and an English. So brother. flying to England was cheaper. Maybe because it could have been where the Salkins were from. Because I think the Salkins were, I think they were. Okay, well, I guess yeah, that makes they, sense. I think they were. It just seems funny that. I I don't know why they filmed in England and not New York. I think it's because the Salkins are from Europe, and I'm trying to look up. The producers of the film so i do apologize because I'm, I'm looking up their names i don't know how to spell their name so i'm not gonna like um look at everything but let's see yeah they were because i think they were italian or something i could be wrong on their nationality because it's been so long since i've watched anything about them and and i have seen things where they've talked to them in the past because they also brought Supergirl to the big screen in 1984, and even that is better than this. Looked better than this, yeah. Even though Super Supergirl was uh, also a box office dud and didn't um, didn't didn't provide didn't pro- what it wasn't really that good of a movie. I'll be honest with you, I like Superman or Supergirl, the movie. But I'm I'm a dork, so of course I like it. Um, well, yeah, also at the same time, you read like a lot of us like read comic books around the same time. Like I think, unlike uh, we were avid readers of comic books, or at least I was at the time. So when you see stuff too, as coming out in theaters, you want to like show your appreciation for it or like want to see how well they do the movie i think that's why i still like mortal Kombat, and i still like even annihilation even off of how awful it is and especially watching it now it's just weird as hell but like it's like you still got those nostalgia glasses on pretty much where you're just like oh i remember this show or whatever. Yeah, it's uh, so it's you don't also, hate oh. it as much, but like still, you can still get irritated with it. <laughs> like okay, the Salkins, the Iliad's Ilya Salkin was actually born in Mexico, so they he he wasn't from the United States. But I want to feel like they didn't li- they didn't live his, in the- his dad. His dad was that's Polish, what it though. is. Yeah. Um. So. So I'd assume he's Polish, but he was born in Mexico. I mean, I don't know. Uh, his, he has a... I'm talking about the son, Ilya Yeah, Salkin. Ilya Salkin. Ilya Juan Salkin Dominguez is his name. And, uh, but he also... Look at... look at. Did y'all ever see Santa Claus the movie? Which one? The one with Dudley yeah. Moore? That one? I yeah, saw I it years ago. It fully I, now, but I remember part of it at least. Okay, because that movie came out in 1985, and that movie was better than uh, looked better than Superman Four. <laughs> okay, um, yes, Alexander Salkin was from Polish. He was born in 1921, and he died in France. So he they didn't live in the United States, I don't think, at all. So, so, so he was, he he was born in Poland, or he lived in Poland. He he was, yeah. and then his son. <laughs> I wanted to laugh because you said he was he he lived in Polish. Did I say Polish? Yeah, I, meant, I probably meant to say I meant to I probably meant to say he was Polish. But yeah, he grew up. He was born. No, in I know what you meant to say. It was, it was just funny that what you said. I almost was dying uh, over here. Oh, you know, he he lived in he Polish. Lived in Polish. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, I am a, I am blonde, so I'll play the dumb blonde card. Um, yeah, Fran- in his later years, France, Italy, and Switzerland. But he died. He died in '97. But so they were the main producers for like the Superman franchise. They owned the rights. And even though the canon and what I think happened is I think they sold the rights to canon and that's how canon made Superman four. So, cause I'm looking at like all the history and stuff, but super uh, canon was made known. They made a couple like known movies. Like I listed some of their B movies, but they also made the Agatha Christie appointment with death and stuff like that so like they were big in the 80s it's just do i hear a kitten yes we i recently acquired a kitten so yeah he's been meowing (laughs) nice (laughs) that's how it starts josh yeah. That's how it starts. Well I, want, well, I wanted one for a while, so that's not like a surprise. It just so happened that everything worked out. We kind of saved him. So that's oh, rescue cats are the best. I got my three. I got three of mine chilling in my office right now. They're all curled up together, mother yeah. and daughters. And he's yeah. like only six weeks old. But anyway, Aww. that's sidetracking off of the <laughs> No, there's always time to talk about kittens. But um, cats are better than Superman 4, so no, I mean. For, for real, I'd much rather have my Super- kitten than watch that movie again. Super- oh yes, my God. Superman, the Superman franchise follows this theory I have, and I don't know if I've mentioned this before on the podcast uh, around other movies. But there's a theory I have, and this this series of movies is the reason why I have this theory. Look at Superman the movie, 1978. It's an amazing film. Like, it's not even just a good superhero movie. It's just a good movie. Like, it's well-made, well-acted, well-shot, well-written. Like, everything. It checks all the boxes. It's a a classic. And if it's not considered... just a cinema it's cinematic classic even outside the superhero genre it's a classic film um look at superman 2 not as good but still really good i mean see i honestly think that i like a super uh, i mean if we're watching all the movies i'll find out for sure which one's my favorite but pretty sure yeah we're gonna watch all of them we're doing my favorite one anyway and and superman 2 is my favorite too but i'm just saying but mostly because Superman 2 has more action in it. Oh, here's the thing. People say Superman doesn't kill. Chris, uh, Superman killed Nuclear Man. Dropped him in a reactor and killed him. <laughs> he literally killed him, yeah. He but was a sentient being, that, and they, Superman ended him. Well, I mean, technically, also, at the same time... Oh, well, I guess he didn't really kill Sod because he threw him in... Was that supposed to be the mirror universe that they tossed him in? No, the when they're in the glass, that's the Phantom Zone. Oh, Phantom Zone, okay. Yeah, and then they get freed. And and so speaking of that, um, I think I might if I can, let me I own it, so if I have to like find a way to get it to y'all, I actually own the donor code. Well, it looks like most I, of the the versions of Superman are all on HBO Max right now. They are, and I'm going to look up the Donner Cut because instead of doing regular Superman 2, I want to do the Donner Cut. I want I want you all to watch the Donner oh, Cut. Oh, to see like the differences between it? Yeah. You don't have to watch the, the first, the original Superman 2, but just watch the Donner Cut. Yeah, I don't want to watch the Superman movie that was on TV that was like eight hours long. <laughs> the Let's hell see if it's on Superman HBO movie that was eight hours long? What? I'm I'm exaggerating, but there's an extended version that they put on TV. Oh yeah, they have a bunch of. It was like three and a yeah, half they have hours a bunch long. Of extra scenes in it. I I actually used to own. I actually own that copy. Some of the extra scenes are actually really cool. Um, it, they're they're mostly when Superman's going to confront Lex, and it's Lex trying to stop him. Like he tries to freeze him, and he tries different things. It's really it's kind of interesting, and the effects still better than Superman four. So. Yeah, we're going to do the Donner Cut. I'll have to find a way to get it to where we all can watch it um, because it's not on HBO Max, according to at least the IMDb. But the Donner Cut, it's going to go Superman 3 next. Like I said, we're going to do it in reverse order. And then for Superman the movie, 
we're just going to watch the regular version. It's two and a half hours long. I think that's long enough. Um, I'm not going to make y'all watch like the extended cut just because, I mean, it's, it's not bad. I mean, it's not, it's not really that bad. It's good. It's just, but I actually have, uh, do y'all remember when Superman returns came out? Uh, um, not exactly. Uh, I'm like, okay. So when, when Superman returns came out on DVD, they actually released this 10 of this 10. It was a, a collection of every Superman movie, the Donner cut, uh, Superman returns, everything, a bunch of extra bonus features, documentaries, a whole bunch of stuff. And that's actually was the first way you could watch the Donner cut was that way before they release it like as its own yeah yeah that was like and that's what that's where i first saw it but i will say so we're we're gonna do that one third uh there is some now when you watch that one like keep in mind uh keep in mind when you watch that one that's not even on video wow um keep in mind when you watch the donner cut some of the scenes, they were not able to use. They didn't have all the footage that Richard Donner wanted. So some of the footage is not originally shot for the movie. Uh, one of it's a test scene with Lo- with uh, Margot and Christopher Reeve. So keep that in mind when you watch it. So some of the stuff's going to look a little bit different. It's not going to look as polished in some of the scenes, but keep that in mind. And it's, and it's only because he had to go back to look up this, the font Richard Donner had to find this stuff. And it wasn't necessarily like, Oh, what? Oh, it is on. Okay. It is here, but he wasn't able to, um, he wasn't able to use like, some of the stuff he wanted to use. So keep that in mind when you when you when, when you watch it. But um, so we're gonna bring back something that we haven't done in a while since this is an older movie and it doesn't seem like any of us liked it. But but before I bring it up, does anyone have any other things they'd like to mention about Superman? Um, Superman for the quest for peace. I don't have anything else. Yeah, I don't think so either. And yeah. All right, so so should it rise from the grave? Should well, obviously they're going to make another Superman movie, so I guess it. But should this movie like be let it die, or should it rest in peace? We'll just do those two options. Should it just be as it is, or should it be forgotten about? Well, they shouldn't remake this movie if this is what it was. So I would say let it die. I mean, yeah. Like, they could make, uh, I know supposedly they're making, like, a younger Superman movie again, which I think is a mistake. I think they should keep Henry Cavill in the role. But, I mean, if James Gunn, James Gunn thinks that it's, like, it'll work out better than whatever. I would agree um, to let it die. Um, and in terms of the new Superman, Josh, I think we probably want to wait until we watched the flash to come up with an opinion on that because the flash supposedly resets. I just don't know if they've gotten like a uh, Superman involved, like if they've even gotten anybody or not. So I just kind of wish that. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I know. But, I, mean, I believe. Yeah. I, I believe they've cast the new Superman. They just I, uh, haven't probably revealed them yet. They're, they've, well, they started filming, I know, I think, because uh, James Gunn uh, revealed like the script or something on his Twitter or something like that, I think. But um, because it's supposed to come out, I think, in 2025. Yeah, it's supposed to be I in think. 25, yeah. Um, so there's a lot of stuff in the meantime. Like, I mean, Blue Beetle's getting ready to come out, which that to me reminds me of iron man and hopefully it's a, it's at a one point being. they reveal booster gold in it but i mean 
I mean, knowing that Blue, um, Blue Beetle and Booster Gold are kind of like twin uh, homies. But the Flash looks pretty badass. So um, even though Ezra, whatever Miller or whatever the hell his name is, um, is still is still involved, but um, we'll see after that. You know, but supposedly the movie is pretty good by what I've heard. I want to see it just anyway. because of Michael Keaton. And I'm curious how they do Supergirl. But, um, and there's a rumor that Arrowverse, someone from the Arrowverse might be in it. So hopefully Grant Gustin's a different alternate version of the Flash. I think instead of doing Flashpoint, they should do Crisis on Infinite Earths. But that's just me. But with Superman 4, I think it, I'm not going to say let it die only because of Christopher Reeve. But even Christopher Reeve didn't like this movie, so I'm going to say let it rest in peace. If you want to make fun of a terrible movie, watch it. Um, it's not necessary viewing. And that's that's really all I got to say about that. So we're going to um, we're gonna do Superman 3 next. That's the one with um, Richard Pryor in it because they're like, we need comedy. Oh, I never finished my theory of sequels. Sorry, let me get back to that. I got sidetracked. Super First two, good. The third one, not as good but it's okay. Fourth one is garbage. And I know I'm rushing through it because we were finishing up, but look at the Batman series, Batman, Batman returns really good. Batman forever. It's got a different flavor, but it's all right. It's okay. It's possible. Batman and Robin, hot garbage. Fuck it. Look at Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. That's like the easy way to say it. Look at at Spider-Man, Spider-Man, really good. Spider-Man two really good spider-man 3 passable let's and we never got spider-man 4 to i think i think the one that messes that up and you know is the latest spider-man those movies, yeah that th- that move those lately they haven't been hold, held to the, that that thing but look at because no, no way home was easily the best of the three and it was it the third was one. So, so um i will say there, there lately have been exceptions to the rule, but also um, there X Men, X Men one and two, really good. X Men three, uh, not so see, much. You say that, and then I have a completely different viewpoint on the X Men movies. But I mean, yeah. you thought X Men three, the last stand was amazing. No, I thought that would definitely last be a different sucked. opinion. I didn't really. Care. I mean, I thought the first two were okay at best. It's mostly because I'm a huge X-Men dude, man. I'm like, I fucking hate what they, like, my favorite characters were Wolverine, Gambit, and Rogue. Every single time they didn't have Gambit in any of them, they treated Rogue poorly. Yeah. Gambit was the best one yeah, in the games, but, even. Well, that's what Gambit I'm was always like, the best they one. They were to use. my favorite, and then the only one that they seemed that they tried to make sure that they take care of was Wolverine. And that was pretty much it. I just, and I could shit all day on the first three movies, but I'm not going to. Like, some of the newer ones weren't so bad, but Apocalypse was one of my least favorites. But, like, some of the new ones saved it a little bit, but, like, like there's not that many good things i say about the x-men films it's like kind of we talk about the nostalgia glasses and stuff like that but also at the same time it pissed me off in a lot of ways too <laughs> like i could shit on like i mean if we ever do talk about x-men and i'm like in a podcast you'll probably hear me rant for like 45 minutes that's fine <laughs> rant for 45 minutes but um but that's how i feel about that's how I feel about um, my brain just farted, but that's how I feel about sequels. Like, look at the first, look at, uh, oh, I just got your message in the Heart of Greek group for the game. So um, look at, look at like the, the Blade movies, Blade 1 and 2 were, well, Blade 1 was really good. Blade 2 was like, it was okay. But Blade Dude, Three was I love garbage. Blade Two. Blade Two is my favorite. I, I I actually really like Blade Two, but critical re- 
reaction to it wasn't so good. Oh, were you like mentioning it. like some of the stuff? It's not personal opinion. It's like, like uh, you uh, what's it, what do they call it? Where it's like, like from universal opinion. Is that what you mean? Like why you say like the, the second one was okay? That type of thing. Well, just, yeah, in general, not so much, not necessarily my personal opinion, just which I do. Some of this is my personal opinion, but just kind of like critical reception. Like look at Superman one, two, both really good. Superman three, a lot of fans don't like it. Superman four, a lot of fans don't like it. So it's, it's, that's just like the running theory. Look at the first, look at Thor. Thor was okay. Thor two, even though Thor two did kind of suck. Ragnarok, okay, Thor, Love and Thunder, everyone agrees that that's the worst one. So a lot of people who have seen it. I personally haven't seen it, so that's why I didn't bring it up in the larger conversation. Oh, man. Uh, I, don't, examples. I don't know. Probably to me, I think probably Thor 1 is probably my least favorite. But, I mean, but I like kind of comedic Thor 2, though. So, I mean, it's different from, like, what they show, like, where they show, like, Thor being, like, extremely serious a lot of the time so i'm like the comedic thor so yeah it is what it is but it is what it is so i think we're going to end it there because we start talking about movies in general as far as like quality and superman 4 (laughs) really is um so the larger the but it's true like it but it kind of flows into what we were talking about earlier superman 4 is the the least popular one out of the four it did in it did kill the series until 2006 and so with that i just want to say y'all both said let it die i say rest in peace just in case you want a nostalgic run because i saw this one in theaters as a kid and so maybe that's why i'm a little partial to it as far as not hating it and i remember i used to have a collector's cup from 7-eleven back when port walton beach had 7-elevens um, and I can't even tell you which 7-Eleven I got it from. It's now a Circle K on Racetrack Road next to what used to be Best Burger near near the high school. Yeah. So, All right. so that's so, nostalgic so for me. Superman so, 3 is next then, okay. Superman 3 is next. Uh, Richard Pryor, uh, uh, Annette O'Toole is in it. Um, and, of course, Mark McClure, Chris Free, Margot Kidder's in it for like a minute and we'll talk all about that next time so uh for everyone i just want to wish y'all a good night check out our social socials uh heart of geek we're on twitter facebook tiktok instagram i don't think we're on anything else uh check us out on oh we're on the youtubes uh heart of geek jeremy does videos on heart of geek he's doing some builds dynamic diecasters we, uh, I need and, to start doing more reviews, but I've been mostly doing them for the website lately <laughs> rather than filming uh, the video. Yeah, check out our website, theheartofgeek.com. We're starting yeah, to expand my, yep, slowly, uh, but we're expanding. Yep. Uh, try to take on Mark. Yep, Cotton. and my kids are doing Lego. Yeah, sorry. Good. My kids are doing Lego builds too nice. on there. On the, yeah, the YouTube, the YouTube so. kids, right? For Heart of Geek kids. Oh, no, oh. no, that's it's actually under the Heart of Geek YouTube channel okay. now. We started putting them on there, um, but I'm going to be starting doing Gundam or Gunpla models nice. too. So check out all that stuff. Um, you'll find Sci-Fi Graveyard um, wherever uh, popular podcasts are found. Uh, also, keep a, a ear out for Wrestling with the Willies. Where we're Screen still creeps. doing Wrestle WrestleMania night one and two, and then I think Backlash is going to be the next one. And then Screen Creeps, and um, well, and then we're doing Terrifier two for Scream Creeps. <laughs> and then have y'all y'all are still doing the True Crime podcast, right? Yeah, the next one will be on the Texas Killing Fields, but we'll probably be doing that. I'm hoping this okay. week. So have a listen, and if you're unsure where to go for all that stuff, check out our website, uh, theheartofgeek.com. We also are starting to do game reviews and stuff like that on the website, so we are growing and trying to expand the portfolio. Yeah, we've been doing movie, music. I mostly do most of the music ones, but it's mostly because I'm always listening to music, so yeah. If I wasn't always tired from work, I would. I wanted to do hey, a video. Me, I'm my tired from work, and then pieces. I had to like focus up on it and 
Jeremy's even doing yeah. more than that too. <laughs> right now he's we, this is... he's juggling all four podcasts. Then he's doing the videos, getting stuff for his kids out, and then he's doing like website stuff and everything else. So yeah, so and, and we all work full time jobs on top of that. So 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 so, but support us. Uh, if you like it, so maybe one day we don't have to like go to an office or break our backs earning money as far as like, uh, and that we can provide do stuff creatively because I'd like to do stuff creatively. So I just want to wish you all a good night um, and thank you all for listening and we'll catch you all next time with Superman 3. Good night, everybody. Peace.